everybody, and welcome to Into the Slowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you like what we talk about here on the show, please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, you can give us a five-star review and leave us a comment both on the podcast feed and on the YouTube video. And you can follow the Galaxy Geeks everywhere on social media, on Twitter at Galaxy Geeks one and on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks EL, and on TikTok at, I believe, Galaxy Geeks EL as well. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and joining me as always, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Stutter. Luke, how you doing, buddy? What's up, up everybody? Check out my new obsession. I got a green screen. Yeah, he got a green screen. You first saw it when you did the foundation? Yeah, that okay. trailer. I, I have not actually seen the foundation yet. I was hesitant to even say the title because it was either either foundation was going to come out of my mouth or fountain was going to come out of my mouth. And I didn't know which one was right. So I just went with foundation. It was, I mean, I'm excited. I just wasn't expecting that. A subscriber told me about it and I'm like, okay, let's try it out. I mean, Apple Plus does a horrible job at advertising all of its shows, especially some of the best ones like Ted Lasso, which I still yet to see because I don't have Apple TV. Yeah. So in saying that, first off, everyone, thank y'all for coming to watch the show today. We are going to be on Spin the Reel. Actually, we are on this. We are recording this before we go on to the show. But if you will, look at the link above. Or, well, that way. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how links work. Um, we're going to be on their show tonight. We are going to be breaking down the ultimate singles tournament for the Schmodown. We are super excited because, honestly, I, we've never been invited for another to another after show. And I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. And it'll be the first time because we've been talking about doing a bracket breakdown for a while. And this is the first... This will be the time where we actually break down the bracket. So it's going to be so much yeah. fun. By the time this video comes up, we've already did it live. So if you haven't, if you didn't watch it live, you can go over and watch it right now because, yeah, it'll probably be up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Our show today is probably going to be a bit shorter because we have to get to this interview. So yeah. we're going to rush through some things. We're not going to give you less of a quality of a content. But we are going to try and do it a little bit quicker than we normally do because last week we went for an hour and ten minutes. We went we went long. We went long last week. So we're gonna try to compensate for that and try not to go as long. That way we can make it to um spin from the reels bracket breakdown. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, with that intro out of the way, Luke, let's get into rookie of the week. Let's show the audience who we have as our rookie of the week. Rookie of the week is King Khan. Yes, God, I King, love the name. Man, King Khan, when he first jumped out on the scenes. Um, by the way, we just I just looked down at the phone on Twitter. We just got a follow from Janine the Machine. So that's awesome. Literally. I, yeah, that's something. Literally just not, breaking yes. news. Janine the Machine just followed Galaxy Geeks. So big news. But going back that's to King awesome. Khan, going back to King Khan, he was someone that I wasn't expecting a lot of. Like, and a lot from, because again, when you look at the rookies of this year for the Finsock Exchange, you don't know what to expect. You don't know what that dossier is saying. But then King Khan, like, pulling out two very big victories. The first one was against, um, who is his first match? Who was his first match? Uh, 
You're the one doing the research. I know, but I mean, my brain can't remember everything. I'm going to look it up now. King Khan. Really? There's a there's a song called King Khan, a rap song called King Khan. Interesting. Let me let me just go to Schmodown then. I know the wiki. Come on. Oh, the first match was against John Flickinger, which he easily destroyed John Flickinger. The second one was against Ben Goddard. And now he is about to go up against in the tournament. Who is he about to go up against? We literally. Well, I mean, I'm not going to like say like, oh, yeah, this match. But I'm just I'm just mentioning who he's going up against. He's going up against Lon Harris. So that's going to be a fun match. Ooh, going to be a fun match. Who knows what's going to happen? Because as of right now for the for the tournament that that's happened. Two of the four Finsock members are still in the tournament. They have not lost a single person in the tournament. So it's going to be looking forward, looking forward to what King Khan does for this tournament. Rookie of the week, King Khan, that's you. Yep. Uh, I will say the last match he played, he impressed me. That dude's a good player. Yeah, 100%. All right. Let's move on to our manager of the week. Who is our manager of the week? Our manager of the week, which isn't that hard to believe, it's Tom Dagnino. He had two major victories this week, which one could be considered an upset for Ty Lieberman against Drew McWeeney, and then the other one, which, again, could be considered an upset, but I think at this point should never be considered an upset anymore, JTE defeating Adam Collins. Tom Dagnino able to pull out two victories, two very big victories, knocking out Drew McWeeney of the tournament and knocking out Adam Collins, putting Collins into the tournament. So Tom just did a great job with Ty and with JTE, though we couldn't see what Tom was saying to Ty, seeing him interact with the audience with Ty, that's like the best thing ever. That was the one time when I was like, okay, I wish audiences were a thing again, because Ty with the audience and Tom and Ty with the audience, perfect. Well, I'll have a question for you once we get to our player of the week. But yeah, Tom did an absolute great job. I can't wait till the Finsock Exchange plays more. They impress me continuously, and I'm very impressed. 100%. Now, we're going to go over to our last segment, player of the week. Luke, who is our player of the week? Our player of the week is Chance Ellison. There we go. Chance Ellison, the person I picked, you and I both picked in the win, and he did not disappoint. There are some points where we, you and I probably were like, oh, is he going to, is he going to get the win? But ultimately in the end, he was able to pull out the victory against Jeff Snyder, moving on to play JTE for the number one contendership match. And I'm like, we're going to save that match for predictions because that's the next pay-per-view this Friday. So yes, it's exciting to see what's going to happen. This Friday is going to be a very busy Friday for me when it comes to Smowdown reactions. So yeah, so, Eli. Yeah. What you said? You had what's a our net? <laughs> what? Okay. Oh yeah, my question. All right. My question is, what made you go with Chance over? Chance over Jeff? Oh, Chance over well, JTE. Um, no, no, I... no, no, no. Chance, Chance over Ty. Well, like, if you know me, like, you probably already knew Ty was one of the two that I was choosing and between Ty and Chance. I chose Chance because I felt like Ty was very much a, yeah, this is a great showing from a rookie against a veteran, and that's great. And he also had great character work and, like, all that. But I think it was just how Chance played, how 
he was tied going into round one. He was down round two, but then he was able to like prove himself in round three and like show what he got. And so, yeah, I think ultimately that's what it was. Okay. Well, and speaking of that, let's already go into our recaps for this past week. Yes, our first, first match. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say our first match for the recap, which again, I forgot this match even happened this week because a lot happened this week, was Brandon Hanna versus Saul. Saul picking up the TKO victory, I believe. Yes. Yes, yes it was TKO. TKOing Brandon Hanna, moving on to the tournament against either Chance Ellison or Moose Haas. I mean, this was a match that I told to you. I spoke to you during that. We both picked Saul, but I told you like, oh, this is going to go down to the five-pointer, like Saul's five-pointer. I was dead wrong. But it oh, was yeah. it was it was a whole lot closer than I thought it should have been. Well, here's my issue with, with a lot of people talking recently. They're like, oh, Brandon shouldn't be in the inner geekdom. It's like, no, Brandon's a great player. It's the, just they there's been a jump and he's just gotta jump with them. Yeah. The the only other person they could have put in the IG tournament was Alex Damon, and I know for a fact they were not doing that. No, that if they had put Brand, if they put Alex in there, that'd been dumb on them because yeah. Alex needs to focus on Star Wars. A hundred percent. And but like for this match, this was a victory that Saul really wanted and he really needed, and Saul was able to get the victory. And if you remember, like it was like round one and two, both of them were a little shaky. But then, mm-hmm. wait, what was the challenge? Oh, the challenge, the the um the composer question. What were your thoughts? Oh, what was that one? The um, Alex Courage, Alexander it. Courage one. I can't remember it. You okay, so this was me. the this was the question. The question was which Star Trek composer did the score for Superman for Quest for Peace? And so when you think of Star Wars or Star Trek composer, you think of the people who composed the score, like Jerry Goldsmith and like them. And that's who Brandon Hanna went with. But then it's proven incorrect. And Saul said Alexander Courage who is credited as writing the theme song for the Star Trek TV show. And Brandon challenged it saying Alexander Courage is not the composer for the movie. Sure, he's credited, but he's not the composer. So that's where it was. But it ruled in Saul's favor instead of like Brandon getting a new question. What were your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, if you really think about it, yes, the information of it he was connected to star trek that's almost secondary information the main information is who was the composer for superman 4 i know like i understand that bit but there are a lot of people that have been on the side of that extra bit shouldn't have been there because that that like swayed you because then like if you think about it alexander courage is not officially a star trek composer he is he did the theme song for the TV show. And again, that they talked about it on backstage. That brings the murky water of who co-starred, which MCU actor co-starred with Vince Vaughn on The Wedding Crashers. They mentioned that question in particular on Smowdown Backstage with it being like, do you say Owen Wilson? Because he's technically an MCU actor, but he was on TV. But then people threw out like, oh, what about Rachel McAdams or Bradley Cooper? Which then it was like, that question would never have been asked then. If they would just say, which MCU actor co-starred with Vince Vaughn? I'm like, all right, that would never be asked then. But like that, it gets into that territory of, does Owen Wilson count? 
Like, would Owen Wilson count? Well, the issue, though, it goes down to it's too much information mm -hmm. a detriment, and should they be careful with how much information they give? That's, that would later, that, that moment, that little instance, too much information, will come up later on when we continue on in this recap. So do you have any more additional information or any else, anything I, else you want to talk about, Brandon and Saul? Or do you want to move on to our next match? I think, I'll say this, Saul is de deadly. Saul is very deadly. I would not want to play against Saul right now. He is hot. I don't know what he's doing, but wow, he knows what he is doing right now. And so I can't wait to see his next match. It should be an interesting one for sure. Yeah, it's, it's either going to be Chance or Moose Haas. And I think Brandon is going to come back stronger than even in this match i i'm very curious how he's going to look next year mm -hmm. i think next year will be a much different year for him i i think he's he's just gotta do the extra work and maybe in, within the year after next year after he's had more time to study the newer movies and the newer slices then he might come back and become a champion again or a little close to a champion 100 percent. i think right, Brandon so saying that more season yeah so the next match is David Del Rio picking up the upset victory against Shannon Miller. That this is upset the match for that, you. Look, this is the match that got you this week. This is the one that got you the win. But even, well, we're actually t we tied this week. We didn't. No, I didn't beat you. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, we both picked Drew, and we both picked Chance and Adam, and we both picked Saul. David and Shannon was the only, and Liz was the only one that was different. No, you picked. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it in the next one, but let's keep okay. going. But yeah, um, I consider this a big upset victory because a lot of people were expecting Liz to win because of yeah. how she's been doing. While she's been doing great in teams, she hasn't been doing great in singles. This was her third singles match, and she lost it this season. Well, David, to me. I, I, the reason why I went with him was because David, before this match, is playing excellent. And I just feel I feel like he's, not just that he's playing excellent, but when he's being interviewed, you feel that he's a fan of the game. And when a player becomes a fan of the Schmodown, they become deadly. Mm -hmm. And that's when it's interesting. It's when these, and he's an actor. That's what his profession is. And when these actors that have come in, it, fall in love with the game it's a whole nother game yeah but again like i was i was really hoping for liz to win i do consider this an upset victory and david gets to go up against either britney young or james white which ben bateman made the joke about it on backstage i'm sorry i'm bringing up backstage a lot but i mean it's relevant like backstage is relevant to this um conversation um david or ben mentioned like he sort of has an easier path went between Brittany or James. It depends on how well either player plays. So oh, we'll yeah. see. Like, cause David, David may have a easy in quote match this next round, but whoever, if he wins, he's gonna have a whole lot of a he's gonna have a lot harder match going into the semis if he wins. Oh yeah. So in saying that, let's move on to the next match. Yes, it is Drew McQueenie getting upset by Ooh. Ty Lieberman. What were your thoughts on this match? Besides, Ty Lieberman is meant to be in front of a crowd. Wow. This one was a match. Ty Lieberman, to me, did exceptional. And he proved that, yes, it, the managing didn't go out 
go the way he wanted it to, but dude played excellent, and he was such a showman. Mm-hmm. And I'd miss seeing the showman. I'd miss hearing the booze. Look, when he walked out and he was like with the, he was like playing with the audience, like playing up the character. I was like, all right, this is what I missed. Like, sure, I love how they've been able to maneuver during digital, but this right here is what I miss. Do you feel like it's interesting they booed him? I don't think Ty Lieberman, and he, he did masterfully in taking the boos like he did but i'm curious i don't know if he has been on screen enough for people to boo him like i he, just don't think that he doesn't need to be on screen enough to he doesn't need to be on screen a lot to get booed just by simply aligning yourself with the finsock exchange will give you automatic boos i guess i don't know i feel like this year's been so different like because did jte get no jte wasn't live that's why uh, I was thinking, I was like, did JTE get booed? But it's like, no, like, and I think JTE would probably get booed, I think. Yeah, see, look, Ty, his character work so far has been so great as a heel that it doesn't matter how 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 many times he's been on screen. What matters is that he's done a lot on screen to the point where when people see him, they're going to boo him because he's done great heel work. Oh, yeah. So, in saying that, I mean, there's not much left to say other than it was such a good match. I think, yeah. well, here's something, too. I I think Drew McQueenie, I, for some reason, he is a good player. But I think when you think of him, we think of him as this unbeatable force we, when he doesn't have the history to say that he's, he's an yeah. unstoppable force. We think of Team Drew, not Singles Drew. Yeah, singles through, he has not done well. Yeah, that's why I'm looking forward to the team's tournament when he's teaming up with Paige, because I feel like that may ignite something in him. Yeah, I hope I hope so, because I think, I think he's a great competitor. It's just interesting sometimes. It was him. just so funny watching Sam's reaction, because Sam knew it. Like, you could, like, Sam made it known that he knew the answer. And I was just thinking, if this was a team match... Sam and Drew would have won that match. Yeah, no, I agree. So in saying that, let's move on to the next match. Yes, the next match was... Actually, we're in the pay-per-view now, which we're yep. going to have a lot to say about this one. Chance Ellison <sighs> beats Jeff Snyder to advance into the number one contendership match. I mean, we both picked this Chance is... to win. <laughs> no, no, I didn't pick Chance. This is why I said we were tied. I picked Jeff. Oh, I thought you also picked Chance. No, no, I picked Jeff. Oh, then let me edit the score in my book. Yeah, now I, I want to be honest. Yes, I picked Jeff. I thought he was he was doing very good this this season. Um, but you let I'll let you say your thoughts before my thoughts because I have some really interesting thoughts on this one. Okay, so like, po certain point of view said this best. And link in the in the in the side because yeah, we're gonna link, link is to in that the side. video. Um, but basically, what Jeff did post show, or like even like from round three on, or question three, the three pointer on for Jeff Snyder, he did not conduct himself as a professional. No, and that very much hurts 
him, I know he does not care. He will not care what people think about him, no matter what. But this hurts him more than it I helps him. Get, yeah. To me, I first off the match, Chance played great, and it's kind of sad that what Jeff did in the end actually outshines what Chance Ellison did in this match because Chance did a great job. But we'll start out before we talk about the worst side of it. Round two, Jeff giving Chance Harry Potter. That was, what was he thinking? Look, he literally said that he didn't watch any tape, but and then I'm like, but you should at least know that Chance plays an IG. You should at least know that much. And it was at this point when I was like, Jeff needs a manager or he should never play at all. Well, you could almost assume Chance probably put Harry Potter on the wheel. Yeah. And it was like the only question he missed was the Crimes of Grindelwald question, which I missed too. Literally, Chance That's and a I. Rough... Look, literally, Chance and I had the exact same answer. My th- brain was thinking 1932. And I was <laughs> that, like, I'm so glad question. I didn't say it. But yeah, <laughs> that's like. That's a tough question. Like, Jeff, Jeff should have known. Like, it's, it was known that Chance won the IG tournament last year. With that knowledge alone, you should know. Don't give him an IG category. The only reason why you're giving it to him is because you don't want it. You don't want to spin the wheel and maybe land on it. That's the only reason. I think reason. that's a dumb, dumb playing. Yeah. Because here's my thing. You get a respin. Yeah, you, 100%. You, you get a respin. So what you do is you spin, you miss, or if you got it, you would respin. You, or you get your first spin. You don't give the IG player Harry Potter. Yeah. It's like, it's it's not good playing. And again, I'm just going to... If Jeff is going to play, he needs a manager in his corner or he shouldn't play at all. Sadly, I agree. I He did not have Roxy, which is sad. I, I can tell he missed Roxy. But... Honestly, he should have done. I, I get that he doesn't do research. I get that, but I'm sorry if you're gonna play in this in this league now, you should at least look at the players that you're playing against. At least like look, even if you don't want to watch the actual matches, you can go on the Smowdown Live website and see how they're playing. It's not hard. It's just it's just disappointing. Like honestly, he. He disappointed me in this match, starting in round two. And I know everybody's like, oh, he was in it. But I'm like, I don't actually think he was fully in it. I just, for some reason, when he got to the second round, he just kind of seemed out of it. Even And I know he did well in the second round, but Jeff gets this look on his face. And I'm, it might just be me. But he has the showman, and then he's got the, I'm, I'm out. I, I don't care about this match. I'm checked out. And to me... He kind of had that look to him. Mm-hmm. And but, then the, mo- the moment that made everyone upset, Yeah, the I, last question of the match. I wouldn't be shocked if there's like a handful of people that aren't mad at Jeff for making that outburst. Like when it, ha- when it first happened and I did my reaction to it, again, when I'm watching these videos, it's a little late. So my brain's not 100% like, <laughs> like, oh my God, like that. But 
it's one of those things where the way he stated it, the way he stated having to answer the question of saying, you're going to ask a Jew about a Christian film. To me, that rubs me the wrong way. Because again, POV said this. It's like if you were to say that about the Ten Commandments or Ben-Hur or the Prince of Egypt. It's like if any one of those movies would have been the five-pointer and he stated that exact same quote. That's no excuse. There is no excuse to be upset with a question you do not know. Especially, again, he wrote an article about the movie. There are receipts. He should not be upset. Here is my thing with this. I don't think I would be as upset about how this went down if he had done the 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 post show if he had let Jen talk to him because Jen's job is to save the competitors from when they make mistakes in the match that's what Jen does mm -hmm. he she makes them look better it makes the conversation look better but no that's not what she did in the, what he did he left and it's like that's not professional Jeff, be professional in this. Yeah, like it's he again, he did not treat himself as a professional in this match. And he he should know he should honestly know better. And again, with you saying that he should have at least took three questions at max if he was still upset at, at max three been done with it. But no, he had yeah. to he had to act like a child. He had to act like a literal child. Well, and here's the thing, and Jeff Jeff is doing his thing, and, you know, I get pe being upset, and we can all be upset, and we've got to remember we're, we're just fans. We were, we're not in the situation. But in saying that, I do believe that Jeff, Jeff will learn, I hope, and I hope that Roxy talks to him. I hope Roxy works with him and realizes, like, you know, if I'm going to actually do this, I need to pl play and actually do everything everyone else is doing, but... If I'm not, then if he's not, then you know what? That that's fine. Then he'll probably leave, and no, no skin on anyone's bones. By the way, the moment he checked out of round three was when Chance got his five pointer. That was when he checked well, out of round three. Like if you saw, well, he stood up, walked away, and he was like, "Okay." Like my brain was like, "Okay, you're done with round three. You don't you don't care if you win or lose." Well, one problem too I did have with his final question too. He kept repeating. If yeah. you don't know it, and you keep saying that you don't know it, quit wasting everybody's time. Mm -hmm. Quit like if you don't know it, and you're acting like okay, I'm not gonna pull it. I don't care. Then quit doing the repeats. You're just wasting everyone's time. It's not a good show when you do that. It just makes you look bad. Just end the match and move on. Yeah, end it already. Like you made the statement. Like if you don't know it, you don't know it. Everybody has questions they don't know. That's fine. Yeah. So in saying that, because we got to keep moving forward, we've got the Collins versus JTE. What do you think? This was a match that made me go, man, Adam, you, you, you're, you're slipping up a little bit. You're not doing as well as you should. Because I know, like, the Justin Trank one, that was a big one. The Bonnie Hunt question, that was a big one. Um, what was the other one in round one? Oh, I, I couldn't tell you if I tried. I, I just know the Justin Trank and the Bonnie Hunt one were the ones that made me go, really? Yeah. Well, here's my thing. I and I think 
I think Colin's just having a bad year. And here's the thing. You'll notice most rookies that have a great first year have a really bad second year. Well, also, again, we, you and I were not invited to the bachelor party, so we don't, we don't, we don't know fully. But um, in Jesse Swift's bachelor party, Adam Collins popped in, and it, and this is based off of third-hand information, and he was saying that he's that loss and how he played lit a fire under him. So I'm like, okay, oh yeah, if it lit a fire under you, show us in the tournament, show us how much it lit a fire. And I think it will. I think. Sorry, I was checking something. But mm. yeah, I think so. I think uh, he's going to play great in the tournament. And he's going to be a scary competitor. I feel bad for Peggy. I feel really bad for Peggy. I love Peggy. I feel so bad. But again, like, Peggy That's... could pull up an upset. We don't know. Hey, tournament season. Look, we're going to the... talk about the tournaments on, on Phil, uh, Spin from the Real. Yeah. And. I promise you, our predictions are not going to stay up. Look, the tournament has already proven anything can happen. Already yeah. from the get. But anyway, like JTE is finally playing in another number one contenders match for the single title in I don't know how many years. I feel like the last time he fought in a number one contender match was in 2017 at the um, Smowdown tournament. Because I believe so, he played Jeff Snyder once, and then that went into the finals of the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. Well, there's not much left we can talk about this week. Gotta be short. We've got to yeah. move into predictions. Yeah, and this All is right, going to be let's quick. Pull up predictions. Not, yeah, we're not going to give our reasoning for it this, like because again, we got to be quick. So we're just going to say who we're predicting to win, and moving on to the next match. And uh, you say that, but this one's the hardest one to do that with. I don't I don't think it's hard for me because it's final exam, Paulo Yama and Lon Harris versus Lightning Time, Ethan Irwin and Liz Shannon Miller, three and one. Me, I'm picking Lightning Time. I know Liz had a rough match this past week. I feel like Ethan's gonna be helping her out. Cause I feel like those two are gonna balance each other out mm -hmm. a whole lot better. Lon, again, Lon is the wild card. Lon is yeah. the wild card. I think I'm going with final exam. I I, I don't have a lot of reasoning. I just have a feeling that Paul and Lon's going to do something. Paul's playing great. Lon, I think, is going to do well. So right. next is Moose Hawes versus Chance Ellison. Who you got? I mean, Chance Ellison. Yeah, I don't I need do a reason. Chance I is... don't need a reason. Yeah, Chance is going to play awesome. And I'm not saying Moose is bad. I just think Chance is really in the game right now. So next, Paul Yama versus Nick Harley. I'm going with Paul Yama. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Nick pulls the upset. I will not be shocked if it happens because he plays he played great in FCL. And if you remember from his team's match, he went perfect. So again, oh yeah. If if he wins, I'm not gonna be shocked. But at the same time, I'm also going for Paul. I want Paul to go on that streak again. Oh yeah. Next, Brendan Meyer versus Jacoby Bancroft. This I is, am going with this is gonna be the interesting one between me and you. Oh, I already know who I'm picking. Uh, I do too. I'm going with Brendan Meyer. I'm, this is the one I'm shooting the shot, which, again, if if person I'm picking doesn't win, I'm not going to be upset because I love Brendan Meyer. At the same time, if my guy wins, I'm going to be I'm going to be cheering from the rooftops. I'm picking Jacoby Bancroft. I, I love Brendan Meyer. He's playing great this year. I think he's going to do an um, epic match this, this time. And so I'm feeling Brendan. So yeah, that's fair. So next, Mike Kalinowski versus Sean Drew Don Who you got? Chundru. 
Dandapani. Real? Oh, oh Chandru. Okay, no, I'm saying like that's his name. Chandru. Chandru. Like Chandru. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chandru. I'm picking. Man, I, I got to pick my guy. I got to pick Mike. I don't care what Chandru has to say. I don't care how he's acting on social media. My guy is always Mike Kalinowski, and I'm always. This is going to be the first time he defends a belt. I'm calling it. This is when he defends it. I agree. I'm going with Mike. Mike's playing great in Intergeekdom. Also, I will say Sean Drew is going a little too far on social media. Mm-hmm. I I think he I think he's gone too far a couple times, and that's not a good look for him. Just in general, uh, I, and I, he's a heel, and I get that. But you don't bring personal stuff into it, and I think he went a little bit too and, far a few times. And, and to answer the question that um, Brad Gilmore had, because he was wondering what was so. What was the significance of the photo? Like, I don't know if Brad Gilmore even watches our show. If he, he he probably doesn't. But the significance of the photo, Brad, was that um, that was sort of the photo of those four coming together after Kevin had beaten his battle against cancer. Hence why everyone was like, really, Shundru? That's the picture you're taking? That is the one. Because of how, yeah, like, that, that, that's how the, big and massive. And it, it was such yeah. a good good moment. And. It, it it was not good. I, I I agree. I feel bad that I think he just screwed up. I mean, it happens. He was in, in I mean, heel work, and I think he just screwed up. Again, I don't know. It was obvious from that point that Shundru did not get permission from any of them to post that. And I again, I think we're going to slowly get to a point. At least I feel like we should have already been here. But for certain things, like for certain things like that, try to talk to the people and get permission from them before you post. Well, he retweeted. He didn't just post the picture. He retweeted the picture. So I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. All right. And yeah. then finally we've got Snyder or no Ellison versus JTE. Who you yep. Smow down battlefield pay-per-view number one contender match. I'm choosing chance. I got chance winning twice this week. Look, I want chance to fight for the title. I, I just want it. Look, I don't care if everyone should be saying, no, you need to be picking JTE. He's been on a run. Chance has been on a run, too. I want Chance to fight for the title. I do not care. I agree. I agree. I'm going with Chance. I think Chance is playing an excellent game right now. And saying that, let's go on and end our show a little bit earlier today. What, what do you yep. want to plug before we head out? Um, You can go over to my new my YouTube channel, Mr. Eli Mack. I do trailer reactions there. Also, go to Spin From The Real. It had already gone live at this point but if you haven't seen it and you want to know our thoughts on the singles bracket go over to that video you got anything right else? up here i'm gonna have a link up here um we are going to be doing more trailer reactions hopefully by the time by hopefully by tomorrow we should have the spider-man no way home trailer so me and my wife shall be reacting to luke, that i cannot wait luke we are going to be doing a zoom call for that We'll see what happens with that, because we'll for sure, me and my wife will do one, and then we, me and Eli might do a separate one, but we'll see what happens. We will, I will time it, and we will be like, three, two, one, go. What What will probably happen is I will probably premiere on his video, and we'll react to it, and then me and my wife will do one for this channel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, everyone, thanks for watching. Please remember, be nice to everybody. And I hope you all have a great rest of the day. Yeah.